Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplin, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so happy and just praising God for having the opportunity to fellowship with you today. And we hope that this seed can bless you throughout your life and even into eternity. There is a word for us today as we invite you to join us on Sundays at Neely Church Ministries on Facebook and YouTube and on Tuesday evening at 7 o'clock for our weekly Bible study at Neely Church Ministries on YouTube and Facebook. There is a word of love for us today. The world needs love. When you look at all the things that's going on in this world, all the hatred, the bigotry, the lying, um, the racial tension, and all of the things that's going on, dividing the people and separating the people of God and causing life to be um, a hardship in many areas of life. But the Bible tells us in a book called The Song of Solomon, right after the book of Ecclesiastic and before the prophet Isaiah, his great book in the Bible. There's a book on love and what it means to love. And we all need to read this book. It's only eight chapters called The Song of Solomon. It's written by a man who was one of the wisest men to ever live by the name of King Solomon and his love affair for an African woman that he truly loved. And they write each other. And every chapter tells us something new about their love affair. But every time they would have an opportunity to get close, something would come up. And they would miss that opportunity to share and to see each other. And they pursued each other with vigor and they loved each other. It's almost like um, how God loved the children of Israel in the Old Testament. How he reached out to them. How he saved them out of the slavery entrapment in Egypt. How he brought them to the Wedge Sea as a baptism. And then took them to a promised land and fought their battles for them and gave them possessions that they did not have to earn. But he gave it to them because he loved them. Gave them the Ten Commandments. Taught them how to worship in the wilderness. Taught them how to serve a holy God because they were slaves and did not know. Put them as his people. In the New Testament, it's the same way Jesus loves the church how he died on the cross of Calvary for the church, shed his blood, gave his body for no reason of his own sin, but because he loved us that much that we, he knew that we needed a savior. And so he created that relationship for us and um, he made himself available to come for we can have life and have it more abundantly and have the things that we needed and have a relationship back with the Father. That's what you call love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Paul tells us in the New Testament um, that men should love their wives the way Christ loves the church. And 
women should love their husband and her children the same way Christ loved the church. And the parents should love their families and um, their children and their descendants the same way Christ loves the church. Love is a symbol of being a Christian. When you look at the cross, that's a sign of courage and love. Courage because he endured the hardship and wasn't afraid to endure what the very best that Satan could throw at him. But yet he overcame by love. Love is a verb. Love has to be put into action to understand. There are different types of love defined in the Bible. One is storage love. It's a family affliction. It's mentioned only one time in the Bible in Romans 12 chapter 10 verse. It says, be devoted to one another in love. That's a family type love of, of growing up together and knowing each other, of spending time with each other, being part of the family structure type love. Then there's the filial love. Um, this is a brotherly love, Philadelphia type love, a philharmonica, love of music type love. And it's found in John 21, 15 to 17, where Jesus says to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me? That's a friend type love, of companion love, of someone you grew up with now, someone that you known for many years, a companion, like ideas and like-minded portions, and um, you've been in fellowship for a long time. But then the Bible tells us about agape-type love. This is love used most often in the Bible, and it's found in 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter, verse 4 through 8. This type of love is um, hard to define because it's an active type of love. This is the type of love that Jesus Christ has for you right now. It says love is patient. Love is kind. It's always protecting. Always trust. Always hopes and always persevere. Love never fails. That's the type of love we have today when it comes to our relationship with Jesus Christ. This type of love is not a romantic love, not a sexual type of love that causes us so many problems in our lives today, that lustful type of love. But this is true love, love that stands the test of time. And in Song of Solomon, the Bible lets us know by the wisest man to ever live, King Solomon, because he tells us what love is all about. In Song of Solomon, second chapter four through the fifth verse, uh, the Bible tells us that love is pure. Um, love is a pure type agent. It says, let him lead me to the banquet and let him be my banner over me and let it be love. Strengthen me with raisins, refresh me with apples, for I am faint with love. Do you love Jesus Christ today? He loves you with his whole heart. 
You should never feel rejected. You should never feel like you're unwanted. Because there is one that is ancient in age and been around from all existence. And he loved you so much that he gave you his only begotten son. Song of Solomon tells us in that second chapter 7 verse, it says, Do not arise or awaken love until it's so desired. So love takes time. Many times in our lives, we jump out and say we love somebody and we just looking with our own eyes and not looking with the eyes of the heart. Don't rush love. Love takes time to come forth. I know many people say I've, I saw, had love at first sight. That's fine, but over time, love begins to grow. And with your relationship with Jesus Christ, it's going to take time. But believe me, when you begin to work on your relationship with Jesus Christ, it'll be a love affair that will never change. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He'll be right there in the midst of your trouble, in the midst of your burdens, in the midst of your heartache. So the Bible tells us in Song of Solomon, the first thing, love is pure. The second thing, it tells us that love has to be pursued. In Song of Solomon, fifth chapter, starting with um, verse 8, it says, O daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you, if you find my beloved, what will you tell him? Tell him I faint with love. So we have to tarry and pursue after Jesus Christ. Uh, we just can't say we love him and don't put nothing in investing in that love. But every relationship that you have, you have to invest in it. I mean, we have to love our wives. Wives, we have to pursue opportunity to show our husband that we love him. We have to show and tell our children, our parents, and our friends that we care for them. This is not just a word game. This has to be put into action. We have to show ourselves friendly in order to be a friend. So we have to pursue after love, pursue after the opportunities to be there and be there for our loved ones because Jesus is there for us. And this lady who's looking for Solomon because she loves him, she says, oh, where is my loved one? Charge him, my beloved. What will I tell him? She's looking for him because she loves him. Not only should we have to have a pure love and a love that we have to pursue after, but love is able to protect us. In Song of Solomon, second chapter 15 verse, it says that we are protected by love. God hides us under his wings and hides us under the stairs and under the cleft of the rock because by his love we are covered. Love reminds us that no matter what comes into our life, Jesus is still there for us. We are covered by his love. The fourth thing, not only is love pure and pursued after and protected, but love is compassionate. In Song of Solomon 5 
and 10. It tells us that uh, we are so special in God's eye that there's nothing that can tear us away from his hand. This lady who's looking for Solomon, she describes Solomon as a, uh, his legs being pure and his chest being pure, and he's a beautiful person. She's desiring him, and that's how we should desire Jesus Christ. We should want him to be our friend, want him to be our helper, desire him in the morning when we wake up and pray to him and give him all of our concerns for that day, all of our heartache, all of our trouble, everything that we do, we should give it over to God early in the morning and let him handle and fight our battles. That problem on the job, give it over to Jesus and just love him and let him have his way in your life and take care of all of your concerns. The fifth thing, you have to preserve love. The Bible says that the flame of love cannot be put out. The flood cannot come in and destroy love. Waters cannot drown love. It even says in that, that 8 chapter, 6 to 7 verse, that uh, love is just as strong as death. And when you close that casket and say farewell to this world and go back to ashes and ashes, to dust to dust, that's strong because you never again can come this way. But when you look at love, love is the same way. Love cannot be torn, ripped apart, covered up, or drowned in the flood. It's as strong as death when you truly love someone. I hope this helps somebody today about what love is all about. Read those eight chapters in the Song of Solomon in the Old Testament and realize how much God loves you and desires a relationship with you. For love is pure, love is perfect, love is protected, love is compassionate, and love is preserving. Remember those things as you live your life. We're going to offer Christ to somebody right now. If you believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross of Calvary, say, I believe. Do you repent of your sins and want a change in your life? Say, I do. Do you believe that Jesus died on the cross of Calvary, but woke up early that Sunday morning with all power in his hand and got up out of the dead man's tomb? Do you believe? Do you believe that he's coming back one day for us to church without spot nor blemish because he loves us that much? If you do, say, I believe. Well, go get in a good Bible teaching church where you can Learn more about the love of Jesus and what he has for you. Remember, we love you at Neely. Remember, keep a smile on your face, for that smile may be helping somebody along the way. Be blessed, people of God. You're stronger than what you think. <laughs>